It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Comes great responsibility. Mojo 5 and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. American Radio. Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to American Uck Radio on the Stu Peters Network on Rumble. Uh, WB... WBN324, I almost forgot one of our station's call letters because I'm so excited about the show today. And Mojo 50 in Dallas, Texas. I am Mike Phillip, an American in Canada. We're going to be talking to an American that has spent uh, about, well, almost 20 years in Russia. And I was talking to people this morning about this interview today with Brother Robert Trailer. Uh, he started the first apostolic pentecostal uh work for our lord jesus christ in russia uh all those years ago and uh he's got a very interesting bio and it's actually too long to get through it all and so in the interest of time because we've got a lot to get to today uh we're going to bring in brother trailer uh, uh russia is it's an interesting thing it's kind of a mystery to uh, people in the West, in North America, we get our mainstream media view of it. Uh, we make our opinions based on what we hear, whether you trust the mainstream media or whether you don't. And and everybody wants to find a good guy and a bad guy in the world. And Brother Trailer has spent a lot of time in Russia. He's married to a Russian woman. He has created uh, little tiny Russians that are growing up right now. And uh, this is going to be fascinating. I was talking to a dear brother in my church last night 
who God used mightily over the weekend to teach this preacher a lesson that was needed. And I'm very thankful for that. But uh, so he was saying to me, oh man, I'm, I'm a big fan of Russian history and literature and 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 I like Putin and I I and they people make these uh these assumptions right based on what they think they know. Now I did a show just a little while back where I was Mikhail Valery Igor Filipnik and I was kind of playing up every stereotype of Russia that we have in the West here. We had the. Soviet Union, the Iron Curtain, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, there was the uh, Mujahideen War with the Russians in Afghanistan. And then the CIA gave them uh, Stinger missiles to reduce Russia's air superiority. And then America went in. And we've always had this interesting relationship with Russia. And what I want to do today is give everybody a new perspective on Russia from a man from Arkansas that uh, uh, knows Russia, well, quite frankly, better than anybody that I know, and, well, because he spent a lot of time there. And so, just saying that, I want to bring it right on in, Brother Trailers. Welcome to American Oak Radio. Hey, thanks, Pastor Phillips, for having me. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's a big honor, and like I said uh, a few months ago, well, probably, I don't know, six months ago, I did kind of a comedy show, and we were playing up on all these Russian stereotypes, and I was I was cracking wise about, you know, uh, uh, stupid American, you think Russia is behind times and responsible for problem, but you don't know if you're a boy or girl, and you cannot afford gas for grandma's car. <laughs> and, and I was playing up these Russian stereotypes uh, because, yeah. uh, let's face it, it was funny. But the thing is, if you take... Russians, Americans, and Canadians, culturally, I think that you're going to point out some big differences and some similarities that I think that people were not aware of. And also, uh, at the end of the day, God made the clay that a Russian is made of, and God made the clay that an American is made of. And at the end of the day, we are all his creation. And if you were to take, and maybe this is a crude example, but... If you were to dissect on a table a Russian, a Canadian, and an American next to each other, nobody would be able to tell the difference. Brother Trailer, let's talk about your life and what got you into Russia, uh, how it all unfolded, how God led you to this ministry, and, and your first time on the ground there. And then we've got a commercial break coming up at the bottom of the hour. Brother Trailer, I'm going to give you the floor. Talk about how God led you into this nation and uh, just talk about how it happened, your experiences, how you met your wife, you were married there. Uh, just go ahead and give us the uh, the overhead view of, of your life in regards to the nation of Russia, sir. Sounds good. Listen, uh, I'd like to just kind of start out by one, one little thing there I'd like to kind of clear up at the beginning there uh, where nobody makes a mistake and uh, assumes that uh, 19 years ago, 18 years ago, when I went into Russia and I met my wife there, uh, the statement I believe you made was I started the first apostolic work in Russia. That's technically not true. 
the apostolic uh, doctrine came into Russia many years ago, almost 100 years ago, through a brother, Urshan. And, uh, Nathaniel Urshan? Nathaniel Urshan. They, they snuggled, yeah. uh, it was a senior, they smuggled Bibles. He came in and smuggled some Bibles. So the apostolic movement has had people there. Now, after the revolution in 90, I believe it was 1991 when they had a revolution, the, the Iron Curtain fell and, and they put Gorbachev and Reagan did the greatest acting careers of their life uh, tearing down a wall that was already tore down, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, there had been some other organizations that had went in and did some missionary works there, several oneness organizations uh, that had, had good works there. Uh, the work that I started and me and my wife started was the first uh, ever to be registered with the government as a oneness church. Uh, so other, the first legal work, I should have said. The first legal, yes, underneath the oneness flag. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't try to be self righteous, but I never felt to go underneath the Trinitarian flag to carry the truth. I just felt that was a little hypocritical uh, to the message of truth. Uh, so we decided that we would, if we were going to be there, then God would have to open up the door, and we would have to go through the process, which was a long process. Uh, to get it legal, registered, stamped, and approved by the Russian government. And so that's what we established. Uh, uh, but there has been works there before spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of the Acts 238 message. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of touch that up a little bit. Yeah, Perry, you're uh, a humble man. I get it. And listen, if you feel the need to correct me on anything, you know more about your life and that country that I do, and that's why you're here. Well, I, I, it's not really correction. With my uh, great education from Arkansas, sometimes uh, I don't word things correctly, and it can be assumed in different directions sometimes. So uh, with time, I've learned how to try to watch myself and not paint a false picture yeah. uh, because uh, there, there has been a lot of good men of God that have spent a lot of time in Russia and trying to reach a lot of good churches that have invested a lot. Uh, but nothing would ever stick, uh, really, because of the lack of legal rights there. So uh, we decided if God was going to have a church there, we were going to establish a church that if anything ever happened and the uh, Americans, so-called, got kicked out, there would be a church there. And that's what we've established. The church is still running full swing today with the pastor and his family taking it, and we have took over the bishop tree to try to facilitate them and keep them in funds and in prayer and whatever they need for the work of Russia. So uh, it, God has been merciful. Now, I said all that, I'll back up and do what you asked me to do. Uh, I, I, I was an assistant pastor, because uh, my dad was a pastor at the time, and back in 2004, uh, I got uh, involved with... Uh, uh, the church there and got out of the country for the first time. And that's where I met my wife was in Russia, in St. Petersburg. And uh, so we were actually married in 2005. And I stayed there for two years, uh, working underneath another missionary and helping them with their work while transferring my wife to come back to America. I did not have a burden when I first went to uh, be a missionary. Uh, I went over there and, and had a had a burden and fell in love. And uh, so, you know, so I always say, how did you get to Russia? Well, God put the right woman in my life because uh, uh, before then I had no burden for Russia as far as being permanent. Uh, so uh, it's kind of a laughing matter now between me and my families and, and 
uh, I said, man, what God, what God knows man to do for love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's always a woman, Robert, isn't it? And, <laughs> and might I say, uh, she, I, I, the, the picture on your bio, uh, you are a very handsome dude, and she's a very beautiful woman, and you have very, very beautiful children. I mean, God has blessed you with such a nice family. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm sure my wife will be much thankful to hear that. Uh, but, you know, it's funny how we always look at the women being the weaker vessels, and, you know, and those the macho man says, you remembered that, honey. You're the weaker vessel. And down in their heart, the wife is kind of scratching her head and saying, well, God, if I'm the weaker vessel, why do they follow us so easily? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just, I made you muffins, strong guy. Let's. I got you wrapped around my, my finger now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. And, and so, so anyway, so I, I got there in that direction. We came back home, uh, ended up filling the calling for the Lord in 2006. And uh, we actually, when we accepted the calling, got the blessing from our pastor to go. Uh, we sold our home, sold everything that we owned, and uh, moved to Russia. By the time we paid all of our debts off, I think we had right at about $600 in our pocket. And uh, and we didn't even have an apartment to live in. God said, "Go." We went, and uh, in fact, we were when we arrived in St. Petersburg, uh, we had to pray to find somebody to even borrow a phone to call anybody. And so God worked out miracle after miracle for us to be there. And it is a it's a lot of history and a lot of time there uh, over the last eighteen years. But uh, God has been faithful to open doors. But I will say that your uh, comedy sketch, you know, as funny as that may sound to you, uh, if you've ever lived in Russia and never listened to the Russian media and, and, and their, their, their version of the Hollywood version, uh, you did a pretty good show. I mean, you, you, you really did. It, it, it is very uh, comical to listen to the, to the Russian media over there because they get so dramatized and, and man, they 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 do do their thing, and uh, they all want to be blessed by the by the the president. So uh, it is a good actment that you did. So you you know, if you ever need another job, I'm sure you could find one over there. I could be a Russian uh, news commentator. I could be the I, Russian I Rush Limbaugh. I could be Russian yeah, Limbaugh. You could do it. You could do it. You could do it. I, I just got that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but overall. Russian made doors open up a little easier for us and so we bought into the field we always tried to pass the message if you're going to do anything for the Lord the only way it's going to be a success is if you purchase the field you're looking to buy if it's a uh, missionary you need to purchase the field uh, you don't need to be a hireling with all your, your guarantees dragging behind you I'm sorry if it sounds great about that but uh, if you're going to be an evangelist, you need to step out and you need to purchase that field. You need to put everything you've got into it or nothing will give you an exit route. So we closed our exit routes when we took that, that burden. We, we had nothing to come back to. We sold it all. Um, and, and because I know that when people start a walk of faith, when the heat starts coming, if they've got a way to escape, nine out of 10 of them will choose that route. Uh, but if you close off the exit route and you make up your mind, you're just going to do it and you're going to serve the Lord and do it. Well, you'll come through the fire instead of bypassing the fire. That's and good. So we went through a lot of fire. We went through a lot of fire. We went through a lot of things, uh, there. Uh, but I'm just going to, uh, let you kind of direct the questions you want to ask because 
I, I would be chasing so many rabbits uh, over 18 years. Um, but uh, I will say that I am thankful for all the brethren that have put time and the sisters that have put time uh, in their ministries that have came to Russia, that have put efforts there, uh, that are still interested in the kingdom of God growing there. We are in revival uh, churches. We just baptized another uh, young man, converted him from a Muslim, being a Muslim. He converted into it, received it, understood the oneness, seeing Jesus Christ as God in the flesh, uh, was baptized last week, received the Holy Ghost in Moscow. Uh, so through it all, the church is still going, and, and uh, praise be to God. But I'm going to let you just kind of direct me in any type of questions. You know what your audience is wanting to hear, so I'm going to let you ask the questions, and I'm just going to try to answer them to the best of my ability. That's uh, that's fantastic. I mean, there's more than we could talk about in an hour, and uh, I'll tell you what, if things are going red hot after the network break, well, can I hold you over just, just to get that out right off the bat? Yes, sir. Great. So good. We're th- we got that. Um Let's talk about, I, it was funny because we were talking uh, last night about having you on the show, and I immediately went to the, what are your thoughts on Putin? And you started laughing and said, man, everybody wants to know, what are your thoughts on Putin? Not what's God doing, what, what, how's the revival going, how's the church doing? It's just Putin, but we're inundated with Putin. Putin's responsible for the gas price. Putin's responsible for climate change. Putin's responsible everything. If I have a hangnail, Putin did it. And so he, I, he, I, he did it somewhere. Somehow yes, he he's just somewhere. that powerful and and that that bad of an enemy. But but you know he's the Emmanuel Goldstein if you ever read 1984. But I I do want to get into that because you've been there pretty much through the rise of Putin when he came into government uh, from being the head of the KGB. Uh, to what he did yeah. with the Russian economy to where he is today. In fact, I called my son this morning, uh, and he said, Oh, my, Dad, I'm reading Putinomics right now. Like People are fascinated with this situation with Putin and Russia right now. But yeah. I want to get to the first thing. Uh, your first impression when you got off the plane and what you saw and some of the cultural differences and uh, maybe some myths that you had in mind and, and how they were dispelled. Then, after that, we'll talk about the move of God. And we've got 10 minutes till the bottom of the hour commercial break. So we've got first impression and culture shock. Then, move of God, what he's doing in Russia. Then, finally, Putin. What people think about him there, the situation. Persecution that's going on in Russia. A lot of people, they look for, well, uh, you know, okay, the media here says Ukraine's uh, good or bad and Russia's good or bad, so I have to decide that one is good or bad. But uh, there's bad situations and good situations happening in both countries. And I'd kind of like to dispel some of those rumors and then kind of leave the floor open. And usually what happens is as the conversation goes on, it takes on a life of its own. So you're an Arkansas boy. You step off the plane. And you're in Russia. You look around. What does Brother Trailer see? And what what uh, was your first impression? Well, the first impression was is uh, I wasn't in Kansas no more. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it was a very. I remember uh, it was snowing really really hard when we came in. I remember the snow and the cold. Uh, but when I came into 
uh, the airport, uh, the first impression was is the, the strength of cigarette smoke. I mean, uh, it was the old Soviet airport there in St. Petersburg, and that cigarette smoked so strong uh, in the air. Cigarette butts ran all over the floor. So it smelled like the uh, Bellagio. Yeah, man. I mean, it. It. Uh, and and for me, uh, for me being allergic to cigarette smoke, it it, it was not healthy. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but everything I noticed around was uh, basically a gray, kind of a gray setting, it's like a cloud hovered over the place. Uh, even in the people's eyes when they were meeting their loved ones, I was noticing uh, while we come to customs, you know, they've got a. They've got a, a smile on their lips, but their eyes say different. Yeah. Uh, if you'll ever notice a lot of Russians, they may smile, but their eyes don't. Uh, hmm. And so I noticed that it was like a mask, you know. Uh, and so it, it, the oppression is what you felt the most. People walking around, military, local police with AK-47s, I mean, stopping people, randomly checking their passports, you know. Uh, so my first impression was, oh, my God, what was you thinking? That, that was my first impression, just straight out. Just well, and that's that's the caricature, uh, the the stony faced Russian. Uh, it's it, it comes through our pop culture, it uh, and, and it, you know we're told what's well, because they don't have American TV, right? But uh, yeah, that 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 colorless, emotionless, uh, tough Russian demeanor is 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 and so you're saying that that's that's real that's a thing and do you think yeah. that's just it's due to so their definitely. go ahead well, well i'll give you an example of it when the, the the first six months that i was there uh after uh, my marriage but, but the six months that i was there after i was married i was literally out of traveling the metros with my wife uh and you're talking about traveling the metro with millions of people um in all different colors shapes and forms well Every time we would come out metros, the police would be standing at the metro where you come off the, the, the train. And nearly every time uh, we would start walking, and I'm talking thousands of people, and we're just walking with the rest of them, they would step over in front of me and ask to see my passport. And they'd done it so often. I'm like, what in the world? And I was telling my wife, I said, what in the world is, are they, it's almost like they know I'm an American. Yeah. And so... She said, well, she said, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. I said, well, I wish you would because it's starting to kind of mess with me here. Yeah. And uh, and so she said, well, number one, you smile. You have a true smile on your face and you have light in your eyes. So you stand but out. Most Russians don't. So you stand out by yeah. your smile and they see you and automatically they know you're not Russia because of your smile. Wow. And so... Then she said, also because of your dress, you you wear uh, mid-tone colors. Where if you notice, the men around wear all black pants, brown pants, toboggans on their head, long sleeve black shirts. Uh, very common for all males to wear. And so we we did a little experiment. We went to a Russian open market. We bought black pants, brown pants, black long sleeve shirts, and a toboggan. And I erased the smile off my face. I never got checked again for my passport. Wow, no kidding. And so, um, yeah, that's me. I'm I'm somebody that like I, I can strike up a conversation with anybody. Yeah. And I I I love life. I love learning from other people and talking to them. 
And so that that would make me stick out like a sore thumb. And what it reminds me of is there's that old adage of be the gray man, the gray man, colorless, lifeless. Yeah. Uh, there's the old Chinese yeah. adage, the nail that sticks up gets hammered. And so that's right. That's that they've got that ingrained in their culture and they all act similarly. Yeah. Well, everything goes back to government control, how they use propaganda and how they use advertisement. You know, the TV, the TV is very strong in their lives. I would probably say 99.9% of all Russians have TV in their house. Uh, uh, the, they, they, they have it on their jobs. They have it playing in everywhere they're at. They're always on the TV. So the government uses that. And, and how easily they are, they are, I don't want to say bred that way, but over so many years of being controlled that way, uh, it's just their culture now. Um, and, and we would literally be walking down the road and noticing billboard signs with these nice dressed men on it, or a nice dressed lady with a certain outfit, certain color lipstick on certain color dress, certain kind of shoes, and literally pass the sign and start looking at the people. And you would start seeing a a duplicates walking down the street because that's where they got their idea was from that billboard. Yeah. They would duplicate. They would just, that's what you're supposed to look like. So the ladies would start wearing their hair that way. They, and so with TV, uh, it was such a powerful thing that over the years, there all the Bible studies we would give uh, in our homes and the places in our apartments before we built our home. Uh, the first thing people noticed in our house was when they'd come over, they'd go, you don't have a TV. And I would say, yeah, I don't. I right. never say why. I said, I said, well, why should I have one? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they had no idea. But over time, then they'd get to noticing. Well, your kids are reading books; they're not on iPads and iPhones, and they're 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 playing games, board games, and and you know, and they would notice, and they started comparing some stuff. And so, just through revelation, some of the, our Bible studies that we were given, and the people that we converted to the Lord, I never I never had to to preach on certain popular subjects. Uh, they just came to that realization that, hey, we're being led by these things, and our children are being affected by it. And so it, it there really is a stronghold there mentally on that people, and they're, they really are a cultural people that follow the leader. Yeah. And, and outside the box, they have a hard time thinking for themselves. It's not that they're ignorant. They just, they just, they're just underneath that mindset. So what what you're what I'm hearing is propaganda works in Russia, it works in Canada, and it works in the United States. It doesn't matter where you are. Well, the key of propaganda is tell the lie long enough until the person believes it. Yeah, and and Russia has used propaganda for so many years that it there is an old Russian saying. There's kind of like a joke, but it really is not. Uh, you tell us a lie, we'll follow you. Tell us the truth, it's boring. Well, look, it's the same thing here. I mean... uh, Yeah, it's developing that way. Yeah, it's turning into the same thing. I was looking at news headlines this morning and, you know, breaking news. uh, Biden had conversation with his son about Chinese business dealings. And I I saw that and I thought to myself, yeah, I heard that two years ago and I believed it. I'm not mad about it anymore. Like, are are we that desensitized? But yeah, we kind of are because... It's yeah. it's a joke that gas prices are high and everybody kind of looks at it and says, "Yeah, what are you going to do?" You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. And and what I'm yeah. hearing from you, and I identify. I'm hearing it, and like I'm looking in the chat room right now, and uh, 
you know, people are saying, you know, Putin is screwing over the globalists and the globalists hate him. And how does Putin repel the CIA and NATO provocations without directly attacking civilian population? Well, like, have an open mind without your preconceived notion of what you think you know about Putin and Russia because the fact of the matter is you don't know Putin. I know what you've heard, but the fact of the matter is the Russian people don't know Putin just like you don't know Biden, just like I don't know Trudeau. And so whatever you're hearing about any of these men... You can either lionize Putin and say, yeah, okay, so mainstream media says Zelensky good, Putin bad, therefore, yay, Putin. And we were having this conversation yesterday, Robert, and I'm not trying to insult you in any way. I'm just saying open up your mind to something here because you might not know something, but you think you do. And we were talking about it last night, and like you were telling me their culture over there, uh, they've never had due process and they've they, they it's it's a thing where they don't expect it it's generally accepted that if you step on certain people's toes they're just going to kill you where we see things of that vein here and we're shocked but they're not that's just ingrained in them yeah yeah it's just their, it's just their way of life uh the saying in russia and it's very true the russians will always tell you this about their government if our government Let's us keep our TV and our entertainment. If they let us and they keep make sure we stay in the sports. A lot of people don't understand why uh, the governments are passing sanctions on the people in sports divisions uh, of Russia. Why they're 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 removing them from the Olympics and and all of these things because it's such a powerful thing. It really is. Uh, Russians look at their government as long as you keep us in vodka, as long as you keep us where our sports are not being affected. And, and as long as you uh, don't touch our TV and our entertainment life, then we're, we'll follow you. Bread and service. But if you cross those three, we'll rebel against you. So Russia floods in the, 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 the little trinkets, the little toys to their people. China feeds them all they can get. Um, and other countries, too, when they wanted the Russian dollar and, and the economy was going good, they all wanted the money. Uh, you know, when you follow the money, you'll find where the root is. And all the countries wanted in there, America included. They want their Taco Bells. They wanted their their Big Macs to run in there. Their their Chevy cars, their Ford plants, their Coca Cola plants. They wanted their hotels and their Holiday Inn Expresses. Everybody wanted that money, and so they ran after the money. So for the Russians, they're like, wow, you know, they they just came out of being bankrupt from Gorbachev and and all the way up the line, and all of a sudden here's this president, young president. He's coming in. He's building Russia back. He's establishing a middle class for Russia. Uh, but the Russian people, uh, Vladimir Putin made a statement one time. It was in 2000, I believe, in 13 or 2012. Uh, he made the statement uh, that Russian people were not ready for freedom yet. They couldn't handle it. It was a true statement. It was a very true statement. And so he literally, from that point on, started rolling things back and tightening things back up and putting that iron fist back into place. Uh, and he was a former head of the KGB. Yeah, they just couldn't handle it. And and today, if you was to interview a teenager that was born in the last 20 years, that was not born under the Iron Curtain, was not born in that era, but the generation of 20-year-olds, and you was to interview them and ask them what do they think now that their iPhones can't be used, They'll tell you their world in. Wow. Um, they'll literally tell you. 
You know, without our trinkets, we're nothing. And so uh, this is a people that has been led. Uh, they have been told where to sit, where to stand, where to work, what to do, what they can't do. And it has become a generational after generational after generational curse. Um, and it's become their culture. It is literally their way of thinking today. It is their culture. And and as a personal opinion, I don't see it changing within the next hundred years. Space Monkey says, just popped in to love the show and everybody on the team. Keep up the great stuff. Yeah, thank you, Space Monkey. We we strive to do everything different here. There are 50,000 shows where you can uh, get the same rehash, six uh, headlines every day. But like, I specifically look for a different view on things. And that's why I'm so excited to bring you Brother Trailer today. Because this is a view on Russia that you're not going to get. Okay? This is American... Uh, that, 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 I mean, it, it, talk about intimately knowing Rush. Uh, well, I mean, he's married to one and has children with her and lived in St. Petersburg. I don't know how much more intimately you could know Russia than that. Uh, and, and the other thing is, there, there's, look, there's things that people think they know. And I have been guilty of that in the past, but I've got to keep my mind open and let my perspective be shaped and molded with prayer and with with putting God first in my life. Now, the reason I know Brother Trailer is that a Moldovian woman in Alabama was on the phone with a woman in Moscow uh, witnessing Jesus to her for three hours, and the Holy Ghost just took over her. And uh, I had to find a church that I would recommend to somebody in Moscow. Okay, what would you do? <laughs> uh, so I, I was on a call. I was going to talk to Brother Rios, and I had a business meeting with Jeff Hoffman of Holy Ghost Radio. And I said to him, look, gentlemen, if I get a call from Brother Rios, I've got to drop this meeting because I need to find a good pastor for a woman in Moscow. And Jeff goes, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. I've got you. I, I got the guy, right? And so he hooks me over the trail, but that's how God has... Uh, man, I, I, I was able to bring a man to a church in Wisconsin through a wrong number phone call, uh, that, and God led me to that. So this is another one of those situations. We're supposed to go to a commercial break, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm taking, this is my show. This is my show and I'm taking executive privilege and I'm staying on the line with brother trailer because I'm just too fascinated with this conversation and you guys have told me in the past we've got to get rid of the commercials well today uh if you want to know where the commercials and our sponsors are go to mojo50.com or americanocradio.com the uh url underneath me there you go there's our commercial break for the first hour i i just i want to stay in this vein i don't want to go to the commercials so uh brother trailer we went there okay we're there all right uh, at the end of the show, every single day, we have what's called the ninth hour of prayer with Brother Rios Church in Mississippi, another church in Florida, and hundreds of people, uh, uh, thousands uh, in some cases across North America. And so if, if you're around for the end of the show, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I would love it if you would take up the prayer in the ninth hour. But let's get back to it, all right? We're talking about Russia. We're talking about their culture. We're talking about Putin. You told me... Uh, the other day that there is some persecution 
happening in Russia. And, and it started with our conversation about this woman in Moscow, how that there's fear in amongst the people because of this war in uh, with, with the Ukraine where people, uh, they can get caught up in, in a wide net, drag net, where if they're caught even talking or interacting with an American, uh, they can have everything taken taken away from them. They can be under an investigation. They can possibly be jailed. Yeah. They can be ostracized. Yeah. There's persecution happening of people. You told me about a young Ukrainian man who is being persecuted yeah. just because he lives in Russia and he was born in Ukraine. Uh, could you get into those stories? And I'm going to give you the floor right now. Yeah, uh, I'd be glad to. Uh, one thing I'd like to kind of throw out there in the front to kind of some of the, the listeners, I, I'd like to I like to put this in there when it comes to human nature. Uh, I always say when people ask me, how are the people in Russia? And I tell them, and I make the statement, I say, well, people are people anywhere in the world you go. Yeah. Uh, you've got the good and you've got the bad. The difference, though, with, with Russian people is you've got a lot of good people there, but there's such a fear. There's such a fear because they live underneath so much of a culture of being uh, 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 um, controlled and and under from communism to socialism to, to democracy. I mean, uh, they've been every flag that could be flown. Right. And so uh, one of their sayings is in Russia, you can be poor today, rich tomorrow, poor the next day. It just depends on who your friends are, which ones told on you and how the government found out. Uh, and so every everything under the Russia is a skeptic. They're the people that live behind solid fences. Uh, but as far as a people, if you could remove the politics, if you could remove all of that, this is a people that on on I'd say eighty percent of them are not hostile toward America right. uh, or toward any other country. They just want a life. They just want to live. They just want their children to go to school. They want good medical. They want the things that every American and every Canadian wants. Like most people life. here. Yeah, like yeah. anywhere, and uh, and so so under that hand, uh, they 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 they're just a fearful people. So some of the persecutions, especially when it comes to religion, uh, the biggest pushbacks we ever got in the country living there. I never felt really felt threatened after uh, after the first year living there, uh, but it was such a process of the people when it came to religion uh, because they're mainly orthodox. Yeah. And and even eighty percent of the Orthodox are atheists. They don't even believe. Uh, it's just a family tradition. It's just what they say they are. So that's what well, we kind of like a, like what I call a cultural Catholic. Here you have a lot of people that. Uh, what do you believe? Uh, well, uh, my grandma was Catholic, so I guess I am. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. 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 Kind of the same thing. Right. Basically the same. The Orthodox basically call the Catholics a uh, backslidden charismatic system. <laughs> that, that's what okay. they call the cat. All right. That's what they call them. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's what they call them. Uh, so, <laughs> you, so you got that going on there, and so underneath this, the corruption. I've seen a lot of corruption in businesses. Uh, people wanting bribes. Uh, they wouldn't process your paperwork. Uh, they wouldn't let your kids in certain schools if you didn't pay the bribe. So it was, it, it was a very corrupt country, and so nobody trusted anybody. And and uh, so uh, during that time, it was very difficult. But but they are a people that when they see something good, they know what they're looking at. Right. They, they do know. And so when the church is there and the church is 
is ministering and when you're you're meeting these people it doesn't take them long to identify i've worked with uh orthodox priests i've worked with police captains i've worked with people in high-ranking militaries baptized one of their granddaughters wow. in jesus name uh and had to do it secretly because couldn't let the word get out and wow and, uh so everything's underneath this 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 cloak of fear now concerning Ukraine, this love-hate relationship between Ukraine and 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 what people's got to realize is before the the, the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, the, these countries are all Slavic. Yes. Okay. They're uh, brothers. They're they're all. I don't care what they say. I don't care what their pride makes them say. They all they're all out of the same people. Yeah. Uh, they they're intermingled um, and. And so, you know, there are some political views of, of differences, but that's all political. Uh, if, if, if you look at what's happening in Ukraine in 2014, I, I describe Vladimir Putin as being one of the br- most brilliant minds in the world. Uh, I remember all that with player. the color revelation, revolution and the Obamas getting involved and, and George yeah. Soros going yeah. on, yeah. Well, it's a chess game to him. Uh, if you want to learn how to, to play... Putin's hand, you've got to learn to play chess. Uh, and he is a very patient chess player. And one of the key things about playing chess is not the ability to just put your opponent in checkmate, but at times you do a retreat to get your opponent to chase you, to set you up in a place that you overlook to checkmate you. And that's what Putin's good at. He makes people chase him when it looks like he's weak. It looks like he, he can't do nothing. It looks like he's got nowhere to run. But yet he's right there looking at you saying, every time you make a move, check. Yeah. Check. Well, check. We've, I mean, we've uh, seen that with him in Europe, with the situation with Germany and their yeah. gas supplies. We're, yeah. And, and, and like every, it seems like everything that the West does to punish Putin right now is just completely boomeranging on them. Yeah, it does, and that's the that's the dude to being a good chess player. And so, uh, concerning the persecution, yes, they fear persecution for their religion, for their faith. Uh, they they feel that they can be persecuted, they can lose their homes at any time. This young man, that matter of fact, uh, my son and my daughter uh, have started a work in Ensenada, Mexico, and and this young Ukrainian family actually lived in St. Petersburg. He was a very educated, highly educated young man. Uh, he was over infrastructure, uh, a lot of the aviation uh, degrees in aviation. Uh, as far as a normal life in Russia, they were succeeding very well, and they were doing very good. But after this broke out in uh, uh, Ukraine, because he had immigrated to Russia during 2014 so he could work. And, and then all of a sudden, now that this has made a move today and this occupation, if we can say it that way, whatever they want to term it, uh, I call it World War III, uh, whether anybody wants to agree with that or not. We're well, I think it. you'd find a lot uh, of agreement in our listening audience, but go on. Yeah, we're in it. So, yep. uh, it, so this young man, all of a sudden, because of his heritage, he became a number one enemy. And I tell a lot of people, I'm sad about what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm sad about the lives being lost, and that is such a tragic. But you also have to look at the, these that are fleeing from the, the, the land of Ukraine into neighboring countries eventually will have somewhere to go back one day. Possibly they'll, they'll be able to go back home after this is all over. Uh, 
but imagine being a Ukrainian living inside the middle of the aggressor's backyard. Yeah. And and now everybody around you, you you're not you're not able just to get away from it. Uh, their children were being called Nazis at school. Uh, the government was sending it. And matter of fact, their children, their teacher protected them. The government showed up and asked if there was any Ukrainian kids with Ukrainian connections in the school. And, and their, their children kept quiet. And the teacher told them, no, this is all Russian. Um, and, and, uh, and so it got to the point that they couldn't even, his wife couldn't even go out in their own community, which they built a home in, uh, because people were, were spray painting Z signs on their fences and calling them Nazis and traitors and you know all kind of manner of things wow and so he lost his job they removed him from work uh, they did everything so when he started trying to flee uh he would manage just to be able to sell his car and so when they arrived in in mexico uh and we got them into mexico uh you know the sad thing about it is they had one suitcase and three carry-ons with three kids and yeah. they, they lost everything they had they lost everything um, and so people, you know, uh, if you set the politics aside and realize that the picture is, is bigger, uh, and it's happening, but as, as, as a culture of a people, the Russians, he really believes he's preserving their heritage. He believes it. Yep. And, and in his mind, he's willing to go through with whatever to get what he wants. And, and as far as the people, they're going to back him because he's a strong leader. Right, right. Yeah, and you brought up the situation with Ukraine, but uh, you were based out of Georgia for a little while. Is that correct? Uh, I was out of Arkansas, and now I'm in California. No, no, I mean the, not the state of Georgia, the country. Oh, Georgia. No, 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 no. I wasn't based out of there. Uh, we have we have uh, connections there that we worked with in that area. Um, and uh, But, uh, yeah, during all that occupation time down there, too, it went through a lot of stuff as well. Right, and, and and by the way, we have a lady in Switzerland in the uh, chat room. She says that her do- our friend's daughter is in St. Petersburg, and maybe we could uh, hook her up with Brother Trailer and uh, 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 good work in St. Petersburg. And uh, let's keep that in mind, Brother Brother Trailer and uh, Rosenhawk. If you could uh, email me after the show, I will pass along any information that you have to Brother Trailer, and we can figure that out. Um, but <clears throat> Yeah, and, and a lot of people forget this, too. They remember 2014, but there was also that situation with Georgia when Dick yeah. Cheney yeah. And, and Bush Jr. were uh, building up NATO in Georgia underneath Russia, and right. you had Saakashvili, who uh, was going on TV and inexplicably eating his tie every time you saw him, and then you saw yeah. him show up at the Ukrainian color revolutions in 2014, but you had Georgian troops backed by NATO making nitpick attacks on Russian barracks. And at that time, I remember this clearly, Putin told uh, NATO, he said, you have one hour to withdraw from our border or the nukes fly. And NATO blinked. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, you're, you're dealing what I tell a lot of people, uh, what makes Putin so, so, um, how to say, so successful um, is that, you know, we're, we are living in a time that people just don't believe the truth. Uh, when, when he says, I'm drawing a line and I'm not going any further, he's not going any further. Uh, you're not going to push him. 
if he says we're going to move to here, you can count on it. He's going to move to there. He's not a flip-flopping uh, Washington or no, Ottawa politician no, like we're used to. No. No, and the genius of it is he knows that the rest of the world is a flip-flop mindset, and they don't mean what they say. And so for him, I'll just say it, and they're not going to believe it, and I'm going to do it. Right, and, and they can and all so freak he, out, and the media can say whatever they yeah. want after. But but you've got a foam rubber backbone. I am a strong man, and uh, and yep. I know that if I cross this line, you're not going to do anything about it. And so step after step, incrementally over time. That's right. And, you know, uh, the further south you go in Russia, which my, my wife's family all lives down at the Crimea there, and so I've spent many days and, and many months down there in, in the, the shorelines of Crimea. The mindset of the people in Crimea, I will be honest, they wanted to be Russia. They were tired. Let's, 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 let's put it on the other foot there. Uh, uh, Ukraine was the third worst corrupt country in the world. Yes. But it became all of a sudden for NATO, and I'm trying not to be political. I'm trying to try to do my best not to, to, to overstep my boundaries. No, but, people want to hear this. Know, people want to hear this. Go ahead. I made I made a statement a long time ago. You cannot play the part of a prostitute and think you're going to get away with good health. Yeah. It's going to catch up with you one day. Yes. And Ukraine, and forgive my language, but Ukraine played the part of a prostitute for a long time. Whoever would give her the most, she would lay with. Right. And so when Russia was pumping in, oh, we'd go to Russia. We're pro-Russia. Oh, well, when this country gave more, we'll, we'll lean that way. And they did that leaning back and forth so much that eventually they came into two governments that uh, that really wanted the power of position of where that country is at. And and that's where they're at today. They got caught, and 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 now they're stuck in this 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 needless war. If they would have cleaned up their corruption a long time ago, uh, things might be a little different today. But so some of this, there's no justification for killing innocent people. There's no justification, uh, but a lot of innocents could have been diverted if Ukraine would have uh, stepped up and done what they should have done. 25, 30 years ago. Right, and not only that, but I mean, we've got loads of reports of shelling and killing in Donetsk and, and uh, those culturally Russian areas. We had a uh, former uh, NATO uh, counterterrorism expert, Tom Quigan, on the show, and uh, they were stationed in uh, eastern Ukraine, and he told me flat out that uh, they, 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 were in, they, they were in that part of Ukraine right along the Russia border, and they needed to get a interpreter and a liaison in uh, so that they could uh, speak with the local population. They brought one in, and they found out. Well, this is awkward. Everybody speaks Russian. Right, right, right. Well, there's another little interesting thing I'll throw in there about the uh, down in the dense region there where that's fighting at. Uh, we literally last year. Uh, we we were contacted by a young lady, or year before last, we were contacted. Uh, 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 from a lady in America that was uh, Ukrainian Russian, uh, and she her her father lived down in Crimea in the area of the war zone, which was annexed. And she had been giving him online Bible studies, and and he'd seen the oneness, but he was stuck. He couldn't he couldn't go to Ukraine, and he, and he couldn't uh, he couldn't get out of Russia because of his passport. So we began praying and and, and seeking God. Well, during that time. Uh, Russia started giving all these people Russian passports. 
and and he happened to get one. And so we literally uh, made a way that he took a train. He's 80 year old. Uh, he takes a train to Moscow. Uh, I fly uh, my wife to meet this young lady that she had uh, befriended in America. She flies from the states to meet her dad. My wife flies into St. Petersburg, and and our pastor meets him and, and greets this man for three days, giving him Bible studies. Takes him in, rents a spa, takes him into a private place, baptizes him in Jesus' name. He gets the Holy Ghost, speaks in other tongues, and and uh, at eighty year old, and then gets back on the train and has to go back down to that area. And and so for for a year, our pastor was working with him online for a year. He ended up passing away, passed away as a believer, uh, and this this lady's uh, uh, ex-husband still lived down there, and she'd been trying to witness to him as well. Well, here, after this broke out this year, this last year in Ukraine, he literally uh, gets across the border into Russia instead of going away from Russia as the Ukrainian would. He got a revelation of he needed to repent and be baptized in Jesus' name and get the Holy Ghost. So he goes into Russia all the way to Moscow, meets up with our pastor, and he's living in Moscow today, uh, been baptized in Jesus' name and received the Holy Ghost. Uh, so I wanted to put an uplift to all of this chaos that in the middle of chaos is the greatest hour of the church. So I, I didn't want to miss an opportunity to let uh, – uh, some of the listeners that are saying, well, we've got so much stuff going on and all this chaos, what's coming out of it? I'm telling you, God is saving people in Russia and in Ukraine through this. We, we don't need to let the politics separate us from the main thing that the church is here to save the lost. And, and thank God there is a church there that is receiving these people. So I just wanted to throw that in because of that war zone. Uh, uh, he, he could have went the other direction to get away, but he went right into the heartland of the enemy to find salvation. Wow. Talking to, talk about wanting it, huh? And, and God protected yeah. him. And, hey, man, the yeah. kingdom of, girl, of God is like a, a field that a man uh, went and spent everything he had to get it. And, and so, I mean, that, how is that any different than what this man did? I mean, uh, I've said to people before, uh, you know, you you got to love Jesus more than everything, more than more than your own life. He said it. More than your mother yes, and father, sir. more than your son and daughter. You have got to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and might. And this man, at great personal peril, crawled through the crowd just to touch the hem of his garment, and, and our God delivered. We've got about four minutes before we have to go to our network break. I'm having too much fun here, Brother Trailer. Can you stick around for a little bit after the break? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I'm guessing you've got more stories and miracles, and there's more things that I want to ask you uh, just about generalities of what we see in our culture today and what uh, the way they view us and, and back and forth. I know that our listeners have... Uh, questions themselves and uh, listen any of you in the live uh, in the live chat here on rumble if you have questions for pastor trailer or anything that you want to chime in on that he might have a unique perspective on russia ukraine moldovia georgia any of it uh we can talk about that. I mean, it, it's it, and and you know he has gr been really gracious 
with his time. Uh, when we get back, though, I do have to make a quick little point, Brother Trailer, about something uh, that we do with our website and that because we do have bills to pay, and I skipped our commercial break. Tell you what, we've been talking about Russia for a very long time, and uh, well, for an hour anyway. So for the network break, uh, while the radio stations go to station identification, network news, and all that, uh, for the Rumble channel, I will throw on a song. Let's get a little bit back to America. I'm going to play Take Me Home Country Road, Sweet West Virginia, and and we're going to think about America a little bit. (laughs) And then when we get back, we're going to get more into Russia, cultural differences. So you were worried that we wouldn't have enough to talk about in an hour. And I was worried that we would we would run out of time. And here we are going into the second brother trailer. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I was, I think I was worried more about chasing too many rabbits to really do any good. <laughs> Everybody listening to or watching American Oc radio on WBM three, two, four Mojo five. Oh, we're everywhere. We're in, uh, London, England, we're in Australia, we're in Switzerland, we're in Canada, United States of America, and Brother Trailer is a fascinating guest. People are talking about Russia, they're talking about Ukraine, but I'll tell you what, there is always more to the story, and there's always angles and things happening on the ground. We'll be back right after this. Stick around about four or five minutes, Brother Trailer, and we will bring you in. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. From Brussels, NATO will increase the strength of its rapid reaction force nearly eightfold to 300,000 troops as part of its response to an era of strategic competition. At a news conference, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg also said the agenda for the NATO meeting will include the possibility of Finland and Sweden joining that alliance. The purpose of that meeting is, of course, to make progress of the accession uh, of Finland and Sweden. Um, I will not make any promises, um, but I can just assure you that we are uh, working actively to ensure progress. The 30 allies also expected to agree on further support to Ukraine. The Supreme Court with a ruling today that high school football coach Joe Kennedy from Bremerton, Washington, was wrongly fired for quietly praying at midfield after games. That ruling was 6-3. to three. Justices say the coach's prayer was protected by the First Amendment. Also at townhall.com, U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner appears in Russian court this week. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has that report. More than four months after she was arrested at a Moscow airport for cannabis possession, a Russian court has set the start date of the criminal trial of U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner for July 1st. The Phoenix Mercury star was also ordered to remain in custody for the duration of her criminal trial. She could face 10 years in prison if convicted on charges of large-scale transportation of drugs. Fewer than 1% of defendants in Russian criminal cases are acquitted, and unlike in the U.S., acquittals can be overturned. Bernie Bennett reporting. So far, a volatile day of trading on Wall Street. Stocks now deep in the red. The Dow is off 97 points and the Nasdaq 89 points lower. More at townhall.com. 
We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com as a hedge against all the craziness. At preparewithmojo50.com, not only will you find emergency food supplies. Remember when that seemed like a fringe conspiracy theory thing to do? Not so much anymore, right? Not only will you find the emergency food supply, but also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools that you can use in the event of uh, an unforeseen situation or emergency which with every day that goes by seems more and more likely. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Prepare with Mojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, prepare with Mojo50.com is the answer. Prepare with Mojo50.com. You've looked around and you've noticed that things are pretty unstable right now. It's hard to find abundance where we once knew it. If you think things might get worse before they get better, you'd be wise to visit preparewithmojo50.com. It's our trusted source for emergency food, survival tools, water and air filtration, and more. Top quality and money-saving discounts for you as a Mojo listener. Be prepared to protect and feed your family in the event of an emergency. Preparewithmojo50.com. You're muted. Here we go. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. American Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio on WBM 324 and the Peters Network on Rumble. And uh, Mojo 5 in Dallas, Texas. This is a fantastic conversation, and you're not going to hear one like it anywhere today. Uh, you're just not. I, you know, it, it, that's how it is. Uh, but first of all, I've got to mention a couple things. I ran into a situation yesterday where I uh, I allowed myself to... It, it was a hot afternoon. My wife and I, uh, we got finished with church, and we had a fantastic service. And I was working pulling some dead bushes out of the backyard, rearranging cedar chip, you know, boring stuff, landscaping, which I enjoy tremendously because as I get older, uh, that's where I want to be. But uh, my wife made a big pot of iced tea. And when I say iced tea, uh, Southerners would laugh at me because it's not real tea. It's this powdered crap from Nestle and it is full of sugar. And then 
On top of that, I allowed myself to eat two ice cream drumsticks, okay? And I I knew I shouldn't, and I, I don't normally, you know, consume that much sugar, but I just felt like it, and so I did. Then, in the evening, I got a toothache. I had an infection in a back molar that started to throb, and it was hurting me. Now, because of my affiliation with Dr. Peter Glidden, who has just gotten back from Italy, I did not have to go running to a clinic or a dentist to get a prescription for an antibiotic to knock out this infection. No, what I did, I went to the cupboard and I grabbed a bottle of Killer Biotic FX, which is a natural antibiotic that doesn't destroy your immune system like amoxicillin and all these other antibiotics that they throw at everything. They work, but they'll hurt you. Not only that, but when you use them, you're using products from the drug companies that you don't like. The companies that pay the mainstream media, that pay for the soap operas, that pay for the garbage, that pay for the education system to teach your kids that they're gay, to teach critical race theory and make everybody hate each other. That's what you're paying for. There is another way. Mike Phillip went to the cupboard and this morning, infection knocked out. Not only that, but we have... PatriotSwitch.com over at AmericanUck Radio forward slash AmericanUck. I'm going to play the commercial for it. It's just a, a quick 30-second spot brother trailer. We're going to bring you right back in. But don't fund Johnson & Johnson. A lot of you are mad at them about the vaccines. You're mad at them about how many people they've killed with chemotherapy. But the fact of the matter is you're paying for their crap every month. They're ripping you off. You can get through Patriot Switch a concentrated form of things, cleaning supplies, personal hygiene stuff, things you put in your hair and on your skin and on your carpet, on your floor, cleaning your toilet that aren't going to cause cancer and that aren't going to rearrange your hormones and uh, put chemicals in the water that turn the frogs gay. You got a problem with the vaccine makers? Stop funding them and stop getting ripped off and stop letting them make you sick by going to AmericanUckRadio.com. I believe that God can heal. I also believe that he can lead you into a situation that is better than the one that you have right now. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash AmericanUck. Global corporate giants such as Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, BlackRock, and Vanguard, just to name a few financially prop up the globalists and their new world order. These companies are selling us poison and using the money they make from us to fight against our principles and ideals. Promoting things like ESG, critical race theory. We must stop buying their products, funding these global giants and their big brother government overlords. There is a better way. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash AmericanUck is a family owned alternative. Building a parallel economy. Vote with your dollars and buy the everyday essentials you and your family need without funding the New World Order. Better, healthy, safe versions of what you're already buying at comparable prices or better. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American. My name is Chris. I work with you. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American. Stop paying companies that are paying the satanic church. Okay, can I make it any clearer? And stop getting ripped off by a bunch of liars, frauds, and devils, frankly. 
Um, brother Trailer. Yes, Let's talk sorry. about a few things now with, with culture and dynamics. A uh, couple things that I'm fascinated with. Then we'll go to our commercial break at the bottom of the hour. Then when we come back, Jesus in Russia and changes in lives. And we're seeing them here in Canada. We're seeing them in the United States. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? God is able to do it in Russia. He made Russians. He made Moldovians. He made Georgians. He made Ukrainians. He made Chinese. He made Japanese. It doesn't matter to him. No flesh will glory in his presence. Doesn't matter what color you are. Now, Brother Trailer, two things. Yes, sir. We have gay pride parades going on all over North America right now. We have uh, naked men thrusting their crotches at children in the street. It's so disgusting what's going on in North America right now that I almost... uh, It's a shame to speak openly about what they do in private, but now they're doing it openly. What is the attitude in Russia specifically when they see that here, and what do they think of us as a people when they see that going on, and would you see that in Moscow, Brother Trailer? Well, uh, for the best part of uh, I would say is the world view toward America. America still, in the eyes of most of the world, is still, um, you know, it's hard to disbelieve, we're still envied uh, by most people in the world. They really would love to be in America. They really would. Right. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, we see a lot of stuff changing today where we're letting the minority uh, with the media and the way that they get promoted behind all the politics to, 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 to voice their, you know, really when I look at the, the gay world, they, they're nothing but lambs for the slaughter to the major po- politician. Yep. Uh, the politician doesn't really care about their rights. Uh, they're just cared about how they're going to get their private fundings in their pockets for the rest of their life. Let's just be truthful about it. Uh, corruption's everywhere. There's two of the greatest players in the world that uh, are able to cover up their corruption really good. Uh, the number two country is Russia, and I believe the number one's America. Um, and and so with this, this stuff that's going on out in the streets there uh, in Russia, you know, they hear everything is presented to them, how America is always right about everything, how democracy and freedom is uh, your right uh, to, to choose, but you really don't have a right to choose. Uh, you, you, you really have, you have a right to, to be what you want to be, but only if a certain political party agrees with you. Uh, you know, and so I've told the church and many people for years, uh, I, I, I was born in, a, in, in this country, but I will tell you, as I'm learning, that people need to understand in America, freedom comes with a price. Uh, and truly, freedom, we're only as free as we're deceived. If we really believe we're really free, uh, you, you, you've, got, you, you, you've got something messed up there. Uh, and, but to the world, we are free. And, and uh, homosexuality uh, in Russia is not tolerated. It's not tolerated. Uh, they may release out there for this, but in the truth of the matter, Russia is like a billboard sign. Uh, it's got a picture on the front of it. When you jerk that picture off, it's just a nasty mess behind it. And and uh, if they were doing that in Russia, I can tell you what would happen. And I believe with all my heart, they've done it on some other issues. Uh, there would be government buses surround those blocks off. And by the end of the day, those buses would be filled up with all those guys. 
and they would just disappear. You never see them again. They just disappear. Uh, homosexuality is not welcomed openly in Russia. And uh, uh, the moment uh, you, you think, if, if a person thinks that uh, they're being abused here, I'm going to tell you what, a homosexual uh, living in America, they, they, they ought to be thankful that they don't really understand what persecution really is. Right. Yeah. And I like what you said about freedom because uh, we've talked about it before on this show. Um, you know, a lot of people, they, they're they waiting for this magic politician to come along and drain the swamp and make their life better so they can go back to uh, going to football games and rock concerts and forget about any responsibility for their own personal freedom. No, you need to drain your swamp at home. Well, how is your marriage? How, what's going on with your yeah. kids in their room, yeah. in your own house, while you're online worrying about what Biden's doing? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you've really got to yes, dial in. And, and freedom starts marriage to marriage, home to home, block to block. And that's when you're going to get the government that you desire. And I firmly believe that. It's yes. got to start with the people. Uh, and, and that's just it. It's got to start at home. Family values have dropped, and and I'll even say it, God forbid, but in the majority of our churches, uh, when you when you're at family events, family days, you're you're noticing around even in our churches today, and a majority, I'm not I'm not going to voice my opinion on. on uh, I'm I'm just going to say this is Brother Trailer. I'm going to speak as Brother Trailer. Uh, I think the biggest uh, problem we've had in our churches, the the, the Trojan horse, is technology. Uh, We've allowed allowed things to come in our churches that should never be out. I remember in the day when it, you weren't allowed to have a piece of chewing gum in the sanctuary. Uh, but today, there's nothing separated. We bring the world right into the most holy place on this earth, and it's into our churches. And we wonder why we don't see the miracles. We don't see the signs and wonders. And, and we jump up and down over the, the, the little stuff. But we are the church that Christ prophesied about that would be the greater than church. The ones that have not seen him that would do greater things than they did. We are that generation, but for us to become that greater than generation, we've got to get back to the basics. Number one, why are we worried about what's going on on the other side of the world and our family marriages are falling apart? You can't even sit in the same same room and eat dinner without everybody sitting on a on, on a stupid iPhone or something. You're you're everywhere in the world, but in your world. You're worried about everything else in the other parts of the world, but you're not worried about why why your children are 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 texting and who they're texting, video gaming, sharing up with, partner up with. Uh, these are the basic the deceptions that that we talk about Russia, uh, how their minds are so warped. But let's let's back up. How how did they get warped? It was because of what they were being fed, what they were being fed. We are being fed with so much garbage. I liked your commercial about Johnson Johnson, all that stuff. I would, I would really love to know your opinion about Disneyland. Uh, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, if we, if we want to, to change our world, we've got to take an interest in the most valuable thing God gave us, and that's our family. Yep. If you get your family pulled together, you come to the church for one thing and one thing only, and that is to come into a holy place separated under God and come into the fellowship, put everything else outside. Uh, we're living in such an integrated world today with everything's got an excuse. We've all got excuses why we can't live without this and we can't live without that. And we can't. That, 
that is the first step of giving away your freedom. We give our children over to technology. We give them over to Disneyland. We give them over to sports. We give them over to the TV. And I'm just, I, I like how you point blank, but you know, uh, I'm not a YouTuber because the last time I checked, the YouTube is the same thing as the TV. It's just a different spirit, but it's all from the same place. Right. We're, and, I mean, we're we, on Rumble, uh, which is kind of a free speech well, alternative to YouTube, but uh, I, yeah, I've given it over to Christ, right? We, we do talk about news sometimes, but for the most part, we're teaching yeah, Bible studies and reaching a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of good, brother. There's a lot of good that technology can be used for. Uh, there is a lot of good, but, but the problem is is that we 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 are not just using it to reach places that we're not able to reach. We've got people that's five minutes from their church sitting at home now in their pajamas watching the church service. Yes, yes, I I totally that. agree. Yeah. God forbid that. God forbid that. There's no more sacrifice of coming to the house of the Lord anymore. We'll just watch it and drink our coffee, eat our TV, uh, and and let Benny Hinn put his hand on the screen and get healed. Right. Come on, baloney. Yeah, uh, baloney. Uh, it's still a holy place. It's still a sacrifice to go to church and get up and get dressed and make it dedicated. That's what God looks at. And that's what God's honor. Let's use technology for what we have to use it for, but let's don't get so caught up that we let it take control of us. Hey, I preach, brother. I, you know what? I'm totally, man, I'm so down with what you just said. And you said, you know, what's my attitude towards Disney? Well, I mean, Disney's going all LGBT like everybody else, but my my point is, when was Disney good? It was always about black magic. It was always about something other than God. It was always about evil spirits and interacting with humans. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. I hear people saying, "Oh my goodness, Disney's pushing the gay agenda." Duh! When was it good? Yeah, it was always yeah, a distraction exactly. from the things uh, of God. You know, I'm I'm all about you know Hollywood. I, I you know. We, we we push it and we preach it in our churches and 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 I'm totally against it. I I, I it's not going to be in my house. Uh, I'm not going to have it. But I I don't. I try not to get in debates. But I've got. I, I hear so many preachers that want to preach against TV and letting your children watch Hollywood, but they'll let them go to Disneyland for God's sake. Yeah, come on, it's the same place. You're funding the same business. You're giving to everything that. The difference is it's not on a it's not on a video. You're letting them walk around, look at the living image of it. Look, the other thing, brother trailer about Disney is that uh, like people don't know this, but they've got the Disney Corporation is not just cartoons and and roller coasters. No, sir. Okay, they no, sir. they've been doing uh, like I I know uh, my wife knows a woman in the Edmonton area here where we're based that was going to uh, training sessions through her work on inclusivity and tolerance in Edmonton, Alberta that were put on yeah. by Disney for the company that she yes, works sir. for. They're in everything. Yeah. Like, you're not just... Yes, sir. When you, when you watch that cartoon, uh, that might seem really innocuous, but like there's there's just way more going on behind the scenes. Getting well, back to Russia the because... Cartoon, yeah. Brother, the cartoon is to get our children. And there's where we better focus. They're not worried about me. They're worried about my 11-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. They want to get my children. They want to get the generation that will forget God. Yes, exactly. Right. Forget the holiness. Forget the righteousness. Forget the separation of the world and the lust thereof. Even the very image of it, the Bible says, we should should push it out. 
and and they're not they're not concerned about brother trailer 51 year old they want my younger generation daughter and and those old timers that didn't have an understanding about some of that they just preached by the inspiration of the holy ghost painting the blood on the doorpost we're looking in a generation today if we're not careful they're washing the blood off i i cannot and, disagree and, with that i've got some questions so, that have go come ahead, in, and, and let's let's I, finish up on that. No, on. but let's come back to this <laughs> after the commercial break. I love it. I love it. Uh, and, and I prayed that God would give you whatever you were going to say today, and I'm so thankful that you've stuck around for this second hour. I know it's a sacrifice of your time, and uh, time seems to be going very quickly these days. Uh, and by the way, you and me are just about the same age. I was born in 75, and you were born in 71, I see, so... Uh, we we both kind of got our uh, the same uh, view out the window growing up, so to speak. But two things. I had a listener uh, send me an email from Arizona. He says, great conversation. I love this. He uh, And I want to field this one before we get your view on it. He said, do you think that Putin was intimidated by President Trump? Let me just give you my take. No. Uh, Putin was president. Putin's been around for George W. Bush. Barack Obama, uh, Trump. Look, the world knows that presidents are changed like light bulbs and that all yes. you have to do is wait, okay? And then I want to get to the, the issue uh, uh, China and Russia because there's an interesting dynamic there. They share a big border. But, uh, Brother Trainer, do you agree with what I just said? And do you think that Putin was intimidated by President Trump? Uh, absolutely not. Um I, uh, there was no intimidation with Trump. Uh, matter of fact, Putin knows how to feed Trump. If you will boost his ego and feed his ego, uh, Trump will be all pleasantries. Uh, the only thing Trump doesn't like is when somebody touches his ego. Um, and, 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 and Vladimir Putin's been around a long time. And, and when I tell people, if you think, uh, he didn't already have his hands on Trump and Trump, didn't like it, then why was Trump in such a business deal over there trying to build Trump Towers in Moscow? And it was in the making. Yep. Uh, the only thing that stopped it is when he became president. So, uh, no, no. Uh, I would probably say if the curtain was pulled back, Trump and Putin probably know each other very well, but intimidated with him, no. No. Yep, Absolutely that, not. That's a fair assessment. We've got seven minutes before the commercial break. The Here's an issue that fascinates me that nobody talks about, okay? You have a very belligerent China on the world stage. They are building a massive military war chest. But the fact is, they share a, a large border with Russia. And, and China and Russia have similarities, but culturally and historically, they couldn't be more different on the surface. Now, I remember right. a time when... China did kind of saber rattle at Russia a bit. And Russia said, you take mm -hmm. one foot across that line with a certain look on your squinty little face and we will turn you into a glass parking lot. And China mm -hmm. actually respects that and says, okay, let's talk China and Russia and that border, brother trailer. Well, the eastern side of, uh, of Russia that connects there into China uh, there's a big development that's going on there. It's been going on ever since 2013, which is part of that golden road that China. Now, with China, you have to realize China always prepares 100 years in advance. Yes. It's never about today. It's, it's not about the next election out. in 12 days. 
Yeah. And right. so it's not about right here. It's about 100 years out. Yeah. Well, with Russia, it's always about, well, how can I make the money and how can I uh, protect uh, anybody from stealing my money? And they'll make a deal with anybody if the money's right. And and so and they're not scared. Uh, Russians, if, if people think Russians are scared, they're not. You take a people that don't have anything to lose. What's to be scared of? Yeah. And and so with this deal with China, what makes them a perfect team is that they are a perfect enemy. Neither one of them trust each other at all. But and so they respect the each scale, other in that aspect. That's right. And then on the scale of of okay, we'll work together, and you we'll support you for what you want to get, and you support us for what we want to get. That is a, a very powerful working team. But now, for me, I personally believe China really isn't trusted by Russia. I believe they they expect China to turn the knife kind of in their back when the opportunity uh, persists. But China's smart deal is we'll just keep coming in and flood you and we'll put our businesses and our people in there. Uh, and then when we get them positioned, we'll own everything. Uh, yeah. the, the, that worked really well with America. And look where we're at today. And the reason we can't do nothing is because they own most of America. Um, uh, but with Russia, the, the, the problem with that working with Russia is you, you may have put all this money, but Russia's known as being thieves. We'll steal your hardware. We'll steal your, your electronics. We'll steal your design, we, your patents. We, we don't care. So we'll nuke you. And so they've got the playing card, and they've got the power, and they're not scared to use it. So when I talk to people, yeah, America might be the biggest, most powerful nuclear force in the world, but you, you got to have somebody that's going to push the button at any time if they're going to if they're going to inflict the fear. Russia has that. He's that type person. And so he and the and the world knows he is. So they back off because of the nuclear power he possesses. Um, but there is a strong alliance with China. I do believe if China separated from him, uh, he would hurt some because financially China is backing them. Right. Well, and not only that, but I mean uh it it, it... If they did mess around and they do have those businesses in Russia, Russia would have no qualms about seizing absolutely everything in an instant and just yeah, uh, kicking them out. Absolutely not. It, it, yeah, absolutely and, but not. The fact that they understand that about each other may, almost makes for a, a respect where, yeah, okay, at least we know yeah. where you stand, as opposed to yeah. American politicians that, uh, like I said earlier, they're just worried about the election in, in, in 28 days. Yeah, well, you know, the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, uh, China builds their artificial islands. Russia backs them. Uh, they they want Taiwan, and I do predict they will get it one day, if not very soon. Uh, and and uh, Russia wants all of the post-Soviet Union, and they're going to try to take all they can get. Now, whether they get it all or not is doubtful, but I do believe in the end time of, of the time we're living in, and I do believe in a great war, and I do believe uh, the stage is set, and, and I'm trying not to be too much the preacher, but people need really to focus on the big picture here. Prophecy is being fulfilled under our noses, and and truthfully, ain't nothing going to change. A politician ain't going to change it. A country's not going to change it. God's word will be fulfilled, whether we vote for it or we don't. 
Yeah. Um, and he's going to come back one day. Uh, he's going to do it. So uh, these things must be fulfilled. But the alliance between these two countries right now is one of the most interesting because it is very interesting for me as a man of God because at any moment, either one of them makes a mistake. And, brother, we can wake up in the morning and thought it couldn't get any worse and find out it did. And we'll find out that gas and homosexual rights is the furthest thing from our mind. Well, that's, yeah, and that's the other thing, too. I mean, we see in the Bible many times when God would use the Chaldeans to come against Israel or God would use Egypt to be a scourge or, or to enslave. Or it's all within his hand. Uh, but when I look at what's happening in New York, Los Angeles, Toronto, uh, there could very well be a time when God just says, that's it, and yep. they're gone. They're just gone. And, and we, we hear about these, I mean, that could happen. What well, you said you about think? Russia being basically a kleptocracy, uh, my friend yep. Dr. Peter Glidden wrote a book several years ago, and he was talking about selling it in Russia with his publishing company, and his publicist said uh, there's absolutely no point in selling a book in Russia because it will be ripped off and copied and resold in 10 minutes. Yeah, it'd be gone. Uh, they're, they're known for that. Disney and all the, the productions of Hollywood, they, uh, they've got their own Disneyland in Moscow. They've got their own Vegas, their Las Vegas out of Moscow. Uh, they, 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 they build and duplicate and steal ideas. They're known for that. And uh, when we when we uh, look at you know the the, the place that we we are spiritually looking at God's coming, and I tell people I said I'm not a doom and gloom preacher I'm a faith preacher I believe it and hopefully we're going to be talking about some miracles in a minute but I will say this to the church and to the listeners God is coming back and the Bible does state that there will be a third of the world destroyed that's a lot of billions of people. And, and we've never been in history closer than where we're at. At one false mistake, one false mistake, we're in trouble. Awesome. The church has to be ready. Praise the Lord. That is awesome. I, I, I'm excited about it. I am. Like, what a time to be live. It's our greatest hour. Amen. Praise God. And, and you talked about signs and wonders and miracles happening. I can't keep up with them, Brother Trailer. We've seen so many healings, so many miracles, so many words of knowledge. Uh, just right across the spectrum with my little church and this show. Uh, and I was a backslider, but God grabbed me by the collar and said, uh, it's time to get back to work here, boy. You you have had your fun in the world, and you're done. And I uh, was, well, and I've never been more frightened in my life, quite honestly. And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. God just, I, you know, that's the other thing. He's so merciful, uh, and he's a good father. And if you need a whooping, he will give it to you. And if you're going to do something that's going to hurt yourself, and he has a time appointed, he's yes, going to smack you down, and he did for me. And, I, and I'm so thankful that he did. we yes, got to go sir. to a commercial break for our sponsors yes, at Mojo Five O and WBN324. When we get back, the works of Jesus, things you've seen in people's lives, testimonies going into the ninth hour of prayer uh this is mike philip with american Ock radio with brother robert trailer we'll be back right after this stick around everybody
you want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? <laughs> we, we dare. Oh, we yeah. dare. Flat Earth, the moon landing, JFK, 5G, Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies, does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know are contrary. <laughs> Join me, Rhea Bo, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. America Radio. Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. 
Thank you for doing what you're doing. Welcome back to American Ock Radio on Mojo 50 WBN 324. Steve Peters Network on Rumble. I'm Mike Phillip, and uh, this is the most exciting part of the show. We've had uh, Brother Trailer on for an hour and a half now. He has been extremely gracious for this time. We're also very thankful for Stu Peters allowing us to take up this little piece of real estate on his network. Uh, he's been extremely gracious about that. And we're thankful. And we're going to pray for Stu today. I, I don't know what that man is going through, but he needs prayer. And, and God loves him. Now, looking at the chat room on Rumble Brother Trailer, uh, Delta Harp says, God healed me twice during prayer on this show. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Marnie B., uh, one more quick question before we get into, into some uh, things of God. Do you think a land invasion of the USA is possible from China and Russia? Biden has made the U.S. seem very weak and vulnerable. I'll leave that one with you, Brother Trailer. Go ahead. No, I don't believe that ever happened. If we face anything, we'll face an isolation. Uh, we've been stretched so far being the police of the world. If these two decided to simultaneously move, um, I believe we would be more underneath a long-range threat. I believe uh, I believe it would come out to a nuclear fallout before it would ever have an invasion to this to this country. China made the statement one time that the only country that they they felt they could not overrun was the United States, and it was not because of just their military. But he said they made the statement. I forget who the leader was at the time, but he made the statement that every American in the United States owns a firearm. So you're not able to just fight the military. You would have to kill everybody. Yeah. And, and so the, the plug of that is that's why they want our guns. But I don't believe that's going to happen either. But I don't believe in an invasion of our country as far as a foreign power. I believe America is still strong enough to protect their borders. Uh, but uh, if they did align, they, they could wreak havoc in the rest of the world, which would draw us right into it. Uh, there will be no escape from uh uh, catastrophe uh, of a World War III. I love the United States of America. I, I love her, but she's in bad, bad shape. It's time to repent, shape. people. It's just time to repent. Yeah. Brother Trailer, we're going to be going into our ninth hour of prayer in 20 minutes here with several uh, hundred people and churches in the United States, possibly thousands. Uh, let me just hand it over to you for the next little while. I want you to declare and testify to the works of God that you have seen in your uh, ministry. Is it true that you have some ministries going that you're involved with in Africa as well? I do. We uh, we we recently, uh, my father was uh, working with a group in Kenya. And uh, when he retired from pastoring and got where he really couldn't handle it, uh, I basically started working with these young pastors online while I was in Russia. And uh, they basically have been fully converted into the truth. Uh, we have had elders that have went over in the last year and visited with them. And uh, we were able to get some men of God on the ground with them. 
and they are really doing tremendously. Uh, they started with 10 people under a tree, and then in 10 years' time, they're now running uh, 250 people. They have a school, full-functioning school with the government. Uh, they have two uh, mother church locations that they have built. Uh, so this people is really hungry in the Kenyan, in the country of Kenya. Uh, God is doing good things. I also, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm partnering up with uh, my son-in-law, my daughter, and Mexico while I'm out of the country right now and things are the way they are in Russia. I can only work from the outside right now. Uh, but we're just putting our, our hands. We're not some uh, a ministry that believes that your one calling is all you could be used for. Uh, when he said going to all the world, that's what we intend to do. And, and that's what we put our hearts to doing is just reaching to people uh, anywhere we have to go and do let the borders be open, we, we go. Uh, and so, yes, sir, Kenya, and, and we've worked with some works in Germany as well, some brethren we've teamed up with and put a lot of investment in Germany, and just praying, trying to help our brothers in their fields do do what they've got to do in their fields while there's still time to work. Um, I'd like to also, if I could, I spoke to you earlier, I'd like to let your listeners know, especially in the churches and the pastors, uh, we are uh, stateside, and we are uh, open to coming to uh, new churches and into congregations. Our burden is for the lost wherever we're at. We're not just storytellers. We, we come believing in the power of healing. We come believing in the powers of miracles uh, and salvation. The power of the gospel is in the preaching of the word, so we believe more in the preaching than we do the slideshows. Um, and and I, I'll, I'll show pictures wherever I go if that's what they want, but I, I'm like the Apostle Paul. I want to see the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost wherever I go. And uh, I'll, give some, I'll give some testimonies. God's no respecters of boundaries where faith is and hope and belief. The power of God is still in the name of Jesus, still has power over everything. You were talking about an infected tooth. Uh, one of the young ladies in St. Petersburg that was coming to our Bible study, she would come three hours with her children one way just to get to the Bible studies. Wow. Our Bible studies would last three hours, and she would go three hours back home afterwards. Uh, I always tell people, if your need, if you have a great need, it will be reflected in your prayer life and your dedication. Yeah, that needs yeah. needs are good things to have because they do they do yes, make it double down in prayer and and uh, it yes, can either sir. make your faith or break it based on what you've got. It's, yes, sir. I'm fully persuaded that a lot of times uh, a person misses out on their miracle one minute too soon of ending their prayer. Uh, I believe in pressing through, pressing to make that mark. And this young lady was faithful coming. She called me, uh, this was on a Saturday evening, and she called me. She said, Brother Trailer, Pastor Trailer, I'm not going to be able to be there tomorrow morning for the service. She said, please forgive me. She said, I, I have a, a motor in my mouth. And you could tell because she couldn't, it's hard to understand her. And she said, my jaw is swollen. It's a massive infection. She said, I, I'm, I've got an appointment with a dentist. Uh, she said, but I, I don't really have, have the money to even really pay for the dentist. And, uh, and I told her, I said, Sister uh, Maria, I said, listen, I said, where's your appointment at in the morning? So she told me where it was at, what metro was at. So I told my wife, I said, we're going to meet you at that metro, and we're going to pray for you before you go to that appointment. We're going to pray for you, and we're going to believe that God is going to heal you. 
And we so the next morning we got up. Her appointment was at eight o'clock, so we had to leave our home at about five thirty. And so we loaded up. Uh, we didn't have a car, and we had three children. Two were still in diapers, and we loaded them all up. Rode public transportation, took the metro, got them there, um, and and we met her at that metro station. We went off to the side, right next to two buildings on the side. We kind of went off the side. Her poor jaw was swollen up; it's very visible, um, and. And I told her, I said, okay, Sister Marina, right now, we're going to pray right now for the healing. And so we laid hands on her on the street right there and knowing the role, just like the Bible says, prayed for her, the prayer of faith. And the fire of God moved. We felt the Holy Ghost move. And and immediately I felt the word come to me. I said, Sister Maria, you go to that doctor's appointment. And I'm here to tell you, God's going to heal it. God's going to remove the infection. And not only that, if there's any damage to the tooth, God's going to give you a brand new tooth. And she just rejoiced right there. She was in pain. A lot of times people want the instant potato before they worship. They want the instant. They want to see it before they believe it. But faith is seeing in your heart, not with your eyes. And But she had it. She got a hold of it. She believed it. She was rejoicing right there on the street. We had a Holy Ghost moment right there. And, and uh, she got on the metro, went to Dennis. We went home. Well, by the time we get home, we get a phone call. And she called us back. She said, Brother Trailer, she said, the infection's gone. The swelling is gone. Wow. By the time I got to the doctor's office, the doctor said he didn't see any infection, but he did see a crack in the tooth and uh, and said that the tooth would have to be uh, pulled out. And she said, I told him I didn't have the money. He said, you don't worry about it. And now in Russia, this is a big deal. Now in America, you can get charity a lot. In Russia, eh, when it comes to money, charity kind of ends right there. <laughs> and and uh, so yeah, the doctor just tells her, he says, I'm going to tell you what. He said, you come in tomorrow. He said, don't worry about the money. We're, we're going to get this fixed. He said, just don't worry about it. So she went home. I told her, I said, well, we're just going to keep praying. The next day she went back to that dentist. I didn't hear from her till that evening. That evening she calls me up. She said, Brother Trailer, you ain't going to believe it. You ain't going to believe what happened. I said, tell me. She said, the doctor fixed my tooth. Went in and, and, and did a whole crown, put a crown in it, put a new new tooth on it. She said, it, it's a it's a brand new tooth. Just like you said, God's given me a brand new tooth. And uh, I said, well, I said, uh, how much did it cost you? She said, not a thing. She said, I told the doctor, let me know how much I owe you. I will bring you the money. I'll do whatever I got to do to make it. I'll bring you the money. He said, you don't worry about it. He said, it's all covered. God wow. didn't only heal her, but he gave her a brand new tooth. God is still a miracle worker. Uh, Amen. We had another. We had another instant. Uh, our daughter, at six months old, fell out of the high chair, hit her head on a concrete floor. Uh, we don't have any health insurance. We didn't have any any benefits at that time. We didn't have any support at that time uh, financially. All we had was Jesus and a calling, and the, a big old knot come up on her head. Uh, we began to pray. Uh, we just began to just pray to God and just asking God to let her be okay. Later on that night, as she, I got up still praying, uh, I picked her up out of her bed, and I was just carrying her in my arms. And I felt of her head, and the swelling had went down, but there was a indention inside the skull about the size of a baseball. And it had sunk her skull in, and immediately, of course, fear hits everybody. But immediately, I wake up my wife and my children, my oldest two children, and uh, I told her, I said, let's pray. 
And uh, so her mother sees it, and she said, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to do the only thing we know to do, and that's pray. And so we begin to pray, and I preach the message. Sometimes you feel like you're cut off. There's going to be times your pastor can't get there to lay hands on you. There's time nobody else can be reached because during that time we was having to use phone cards to call people, and and they didn't work half the time. So there's just a time Jesus is all you got and Jesus is all you need. And and uh, so we, we kept praying, kept praying, kept praying. And after about 30 minutes of prayer, uh, I'd already handed the baby over to my wife, and I was praying in another room. And, uh, and, and she came in. She said, honey, she said, look, look, look. And we came over, and we all gathered around and looked, and the, the skull had receded back out to its normal size. Uh, you couldn't even tell she had hit her head. She was alert and awake, and she's never had a problem with scent. Uh, she's 11-year-old today. That happened when she was six months old. And But God is still on the throne. God is still willing to heal if we will just have faith to believe, if we'll just give him the opportunity, really in our heart, the opportunity, he will still heal. Myself and another testimony is, is, is uh, like I said, I've got, I've got a whole list of them. But personally toward my, myself, I had a stroke while I was in Russia. Like I said, no insurance. Went and got into a Russian clinic because of my uh, residency there. Uh, they did the, the CAT scan. The, the main artery in my upper lobe of my brain was about the size of a breakfast sausage. The doctor told her that there's nothing we can do. Said when he sneezes, he's going to die. And I was unconscious at this time. Another brother from Germany was there visiting with us, a good friend of mine, a missionary to Germany. And they began to pray. In fact, the doctors kicked us out of the hospital. Uh, because they didn't want an American dying in their hospital because of the, the problems it would cause. Right. And so for, for three days, my wife hauled me around in the back of a taxi. Uh, a man that we were witnessing to was a Muslim. He owned a taxi. He volunteered to drive us around to clinics to try to get me in. Uh, we had been giving him Bible studies for about eight months of the difference between Allah and Jesus Christ. And he just could not see it. He couldn't understand it. Well, my wife told me later on that while she, he was driving, I was unconscious. Uh, he was asking her, he said, how can your God do this to him? Here he is. Uh, your God, he's here for your God. He's here for the Christian world. And how could Jesus Christ do this to him, a good man? And my wife would respond to him. She would say, Ramon, God is faithful. And Ramon, God is in control. And we are not going to say anything different. And and in the hospital, finally got into a clinic. The doctors brought me in. They looked at the first test. They told her they concurred that they're surprised I was even alive. Uh, but they was willing to run the test again in their system. So they ran the test. They came out. Um, at this part, I do remember they, they ran the, the, the CAT scan. They Then they ran an full body ultrasound. They pumped radiation through my body. It felt like I was on fire. Uh, but it took about four hours. Uh, after the four hours, the doctors were online with doctors in Israel, and they were concurring the reports. And at the end of the day, the doctor said, the problem we've got is we see your husband here, and every, he's got every symptom of, 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 of what he's got, what he's supposed to have. But the problem we're having is, is here he is standing here all messed up or laying here, but our tests are showing that what he 
what had happened is no longer there. It, the, the artists are showing there's nothing there. The ultrasound shows he's got the arteries of a 25 year old, but he here he is. And I preach the message. I preach it often. When you're standing there all messed up, don't give up. Don't that, give up. It's that for is a awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I love it. And we've got listen. And there's a man listening in Alabama. Uh, Chet, uh, he, he, this is a good friend of mine and, uh, uh, God healed him of skin cancer. His skin cancer fell off of him like a dried scab after yeah, praying but... in the name of Jesus. He didn't have to go to the doctor or anything. He, he knew he had skin cancer, but tell you what, it just fell off. And we've seen this, uh, Chet just over in the American Duck radio rebooted chat room. He said, uh, pastor trailer sounds like he lives next door to me by his accent and so, yeah, you Southerners, you all sound the same. Uh, <laughs> we all we all cut off the same tree. The root it, it rooted in Arkansas and bent over and touched in Georgia and dropped fruit everywhere. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, listen, brother trailer. Um, American Hawk Radio has a newsletter that we're going to be putting out. Uh, we're just working on it right now. But uh, one of the things that I want to do, I've had people in the chat room talking about how. Uh, my church is boring. They don't talk about anything of faith. They don't, I want to connect with people like you. I, I want to get brother Von Morton on. I want to get men that have yes, power sir. with God on this show and bring them out to the world and show them. No, there is a church that has power. There are people that are separated. There are people that have signs and wonders working in their life. There's a way to do it. God can bless you. So I would love to get together with you. And uh, I want to put together kind of a database of churches in our email list. If you go to AmericanHawkRadio.com, sign up for this email list. We're going to be doing a contest and a draw uh, after a little while here. We're waiting for some more people to sign up. Go to AmericanHawkRadio.com. But that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be working with Jeff Hoffer of Holy Ghost Radio to bring you something very, very special and unique every week through this email list and Brother Trailer, I would like to keep in touch with you so that we can yes, uh, figure out where to send people to a church that isn't going to put them to sleep, where they've got power, where they've got healing, where they've got deliverance, where they've got power over addiction and things like that. How does that sound, Brother Trailer? Yes, sir. We are in the greatest hour of the church, and it's time the church uh, takes on, you know, Brother, I'm going to tell you this. I heard so many people say it's time for the church to rise up to the occasion. I denounce that statement. The church never rises up to meet anything. The church is above everything. It's time to come down on our enemy. It's time to get sanctified again. It's time to start praying and fasting and reaching out. It's time to have the power of God in our services. It's time to get the politics out of the church. It's time to save our lost loved ones. It's time to get back to what God said we're called for. And he's ready. He's always ready to do what he does. We just got to get back involved. I am I am ending this on my part as saying, again, I am open. You can share my contact with any church, any pastors. I'm willing to go, come. But when I do, I'm coming, believing in the power of God to heal sickness, even raise the dead. I don't put no limits on God. I've seen too much, and I don't have any reason to ever looking back and doubting it. Praise God. We've got about two minutes before the end of this show, and then I'm going to cut ties with the radio affiliates, and we're going to stick around on the Rumble Channel, and we're going to have the ninth hour of prayer, Brother Nathaniel Rios, in uh, 
Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, see, I just started praying at the end of the show with our listeners. He accidentally found the show, and he found a, a show on basically a, a well, a, a network that talks about vaccine injuries and things like that. But he said that he stumbled on this show one day, heard me talking about Acts two thirty eight, talking about being filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, uh, I just about fell out of my chair. I, he said, well, he was telling me the story. He got all excited and, and moved into the center lane, and a state trooper pulled him over and gave him a warning. Sir, you are drunk on the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and he, he didn't get a ticket, but he's probably listening right now. And so these are the people that I want to uh, network with in prayer. And we've got a little boy in Alabama that has a head injury we've been praying for. Brother Trailer, would you stick around and pray with us after this? And we just play a short little song uh, for about a, two, three minutes while I disconnect from the stations. Come back in prayer. Will you pray with us? Yes, sir. I believe in Jesus' name. He can be healed before we even get back online. <laughs> Praise God. I love it. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to American Ark Radio. If you're listening to Mojo Five O, are you excited about the name of Jesus? Are you fired up? Is your faith stoked up? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to see it happen? I'm telling you, he's the same today, tomorrow, yesterday. It doesn't matter. All power and authority is in that name. And he wants us to take it up. He wants us to bind that which is broken in his name. Find that which is lost and heal that which is sick. Everybody stick around. We will be back right after this with the ninth hour of prayer. Thank you for listening to Mojo 5 and WBN 324. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.